for more money than we're selling them for, why don't we put them on, uh, on that market ourselves? Yeah, I understand that as well. If Bruce Springsteen tickets are selling for $500 a ticket, why should the scammers selling tickets on the secondary market get that money? And if they don't go for that much, then the tickets will be sitting there. Yeah, I suppose. Supply and demand. The I problem suppose. is the demand. That's the problem. Right. Because if people don't buy it, they sit there and you lose the money for like buying tonight, the tickets. Tonight, there's a, it was either tonight or it was last night's show. Bruce was playing in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Tickets on the secondary market were $6. In Tulsa. In and Tulsa. You, you come to New York City on the secondary market, there'd be $1,000. Oh, right? more, yeah. More. Just you know, to go. Yes. Yeah. Do, do your parking. I just heard your Yeah, home. we will. In the and by the way, I will say this. Make sure you watch Tulsa King on Paramount+. Plus. I gotta I get this that. Paramount Plus. It's good. I don't man. have it either. I, I want to get it specifically for that show. Sylvester Stallone is great because it. it looks really good. No. It does. Oh, food's here. All right, hour four. That's all right, but you're back, and you, he's gonna be very happy. You he did a good job. Meal. Thank you very much, there, Sheila. Appreciate you. Your you. Something? I, you? Went, I went. I went above and beyond. Did you get you yourself something? We'll get into that next all right, next segment. We'll all right, so it. we got that coming up. I, want, I do want to go around the NFL in a minute, but the one thing that just uh, hit my terrible brain when we were talking about the Ticketmaster thing. Yes. I saw on social media the, I guess it was the Chili Peppers wrapped up their concert in Tokyo last night. It, and I'm sure this is with all American artists, it blows me away when you see these American acts go overseas to, and I don't mean London where they speak English, I mean to places like Tokyo where they don't speak our language as a first language and everyone is singing along in harmony to these songs. Yeah, but I don't you know, know music, why it, music is I the know. language of the globe, Jerry. But that's you know not that. here, though. You know, you don't have a band from Lithuania coming here and people are, you know, packing What's out arenas South and Korean stadiums. that boy band that comes K-pop. here? K-pop. Yeah, they're huge. Yes, but now I don't know this. Doesn't Isn't the K-pop audience that's Korean music? Yes, a Korean band, you're saying? We tried to jump, uh, j- jump onto their uh, social media following. I, I remember. But isn't that audience basically Korean Americans going as opposed to the the far majority of I I don't know. I have no idea. All I know is that that seems to be like a thing here. That's all I know. That is. I'm saying, you know, all these big acts that go overseas, it just blows me away that they know all of our music and can sing the songs and do it in harmony with the band. It's and then you know, when you see those things, uh, you understand why the bands want to do it. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's the like adrenaline that, rush that, has to yeah, be unbelievable. That's literally like playing in an NFL or an NBA game or an NHL, whatever. And, you know, and those bands don't take any nights off either. They, no. they, they crank it out. I was going to say, it has to be incredibly exhausting. It, it, when you take a look at some of those tour dates on some of these bands and you're saying to yourself, how the hell do they get through all of that? Well, and unfortunately, that's where when you start to watch documentaries from the bands of the 70s and 80s, taking pills to stay awake, pills to go to sleep. You can understand why they do it because they have to perform and be at a certain level. Uh, one other one. Watching, have you seen? I know you're Apple Plus guys. Have you seen the Pamela Anderson documentary on Netflix? I have not watched it yet. I've seen it. I've I come across it. I'm just not ready to watch it yet. It is worth your time. Okay. It is because it's not what you think it is. It's not like I didn't know. I, I figured going into it, it was going to be a lot of you know nudity and set and all that stuff. She comes across very um, right. humble and sad. Humble and sad. Yeah, and and okay with the way things have turned out, yeah. but it's I'm t- it's only two hours, like hour forty five. It's worth your time, okay? Because you really get to know the person and see what she went through and what they went through, and the 
amounts of, I mean, you've had people follow you, but I don't think like this. The paparazzi no, I mean, and the it was, cameras. It was crazy. It was crazy. Unbelievable. So, all right, let's get back to the to the NFL because we've got March 7th is the deadline for these tags. We have talked at nauseum, obviously, about what the Giants are going to do with theirs, whether it's Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley. You're pretty much convinced it'll be Saquon Barkley. You do have no, other... No, I'm convinced that it's going to be Daniel Jones. That's going to get the tag. tag. That's going to get the tag, And you yeah. think Barkley will be gone then? A free agent. Really? I mean, if you I were think they're going to come to an agreement then? Well, see, they may come to an agreement with one or the other, but if I were both of them, I would hold steadfast and say I'm not signing a deal and get the free agency. So one of them, if they don't sign a contract extension, is going to hit free agency come March 15th. And they're relatively tight, those two, from everything I've read. Yeah, but they're not going to sit there and talk to each other. I was just going to ask you. Unless they had the same agent, and the agent was you know, advising them one way or the other, but... Um, and I don't know if that could be the case, but I just think that if you're Saquon, you're hoping that that tag goes to Daniel Jones because then you become a free agent. Right. No, I get that. That's why I was wondering if the two ever and have a conversation. And that's the only way that you'll know what you what you can get in terms of what the NFL believes you are worth. Well, and Saquon's, but in his case, he's going to be worth more, I would think, to another team than he would be to the Giants because, of, right? I mean, you would think because of the injury history and what they have to do with the quarterback right now. Yeah, I, I uh, it, it's a hard one because he's a he's a great guy. He's he's definitely three out of his five years has definitely lived up to you know the contract and all that other stuff. It's been a lot of just like for Daniel Jones. There's been a lot of upheaval around here that hasn't been a lot of stability. So I think that also hurts a player like Saquon as well. Um, but I think if I'm Saquon, I want to get the free agency. Is what I want to do because then hopefully I can extract the most money that I possibly can as a running back because he knows what the Giants are offering him and he's already turned that down. And I know we're focused here in New York on the Giants and the Jets and all that, but then the two other players we kind of spoke about, Lamar Jackson we've discussed at length uh, over the last couple of weeks. That still has to figure itself out. What about Geno Smith in Seattle? I think he signs a deal and he stays there. I don't think he's, you know, I don't think anybody's out there thinking that Geno's going to be a five-year Fix. I think it's probably a two or three year deal with Seattle at reasonable money, which would be great money for Gino. Um, you know, somewhere around twenty five to thirty, maybe a year, maybe for two to three years. And um, you know, Gino was in the right place at the right time. You know, he replaced a very unpopular player in the locker room. He had been out there for three years. He had known the system. Uh, Pete Carroll was going to roll with him. Pete actually. You know, we knew that he was going to roll with them, and we knew that uh, Russell was going to be traded because we also knew that Seattle was not going to do the extension that Russell wanted like right. Denver did. So I, I just, I think he ends up and he stays in Seattle. And I would think that, you know, just from everything I've heard about the Lamar Jackson situation in Baltimore, number one, he doesn't have his own agent. And number two, I, I think there are people within that organization that really felt like he quit on them the last two years. And so if that's the case, then you're dealing about a trade scenario, correct? Right. Yeah, I, and again, and I know that you know that's, that's a pretty strong wording when it comes to Lamar Jackson because he's got a lot of fans out there. And when you're dealing with a knee injury and the way that he plays, you understand you've got to protect you know, whatever's in your best interest because you don't want to put yourself at risk. You know, playing football is a risky business. Mm-hmm. Every day. And there's an expectation that, you know, teams and coaches and even your own teammates have for you to fight through certain things, especially when the games really mean something. And there's probably a number of people down there in Baltimore that feel like he was taking himself off the field to protect himself and not giving his team a best chance to win. And so much so that Michael Vick on the Fox pregame show called him out for it. Yes. Basically said, get your ass out there. And that's why I... 
I just, I don't know how John Harbaugh goes back with Lamar Jackson. I really don't. Yeah. So that's mo- much of the tag news. Another one I saw that I, I was very, to use the same word, intrigued by. There was this headline that says the Cowboys are intrigued by C.J. Stroud. And at the same time, you're hearing Stephen Jones about a week, two weeks ago, talk about trying to extend Dak Prescott. You can't have both, can you? No. No. Now, they pick, I think it's 25th or 26th. Yeah, they, they Where would, would Stroud to, go? Stroud's he's going be higher in the, than he's that, go, right? He's going in the top eight. Top 15. Oh, top eight. I was oh, like, he's going 15. in the top eight. So, and somebody will tra- either trade up to get him or they'll wait for him. Like somebody like Carolina could wait for him if he falls to number nine. Uh, you know, the Colts are, the Colts are definitely drafting a quarterback. I think everybody feels like that is definitely going to happen. And I, most people feel like they want Bryce Young and that they're going to trade up to number one with the Bears and get him. But then, you know, there's other teams out there that are in the top 10 that also have, that are quarterback needy teams that may feel once this whole process of the combine and the, and the workouts and all that stuff is over with, that they're going to find the guy that they're going to fall in love with and they'll trade up to go draft him, whether it be Will Levis from Kentucky or C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. So those are going to be the, the three quarterbacks that are probably going to go in the top ten. you see any scenario that the Cowboys are looking to move on from Dak Prescott? No. Not not currently, no. I don't either, but that thought is out there. So I mean, who knows where half of these thoughts come from? Well, again, <laughs> there's so many outlets on social media and media in general. Joey in Basking Ridge, what's up, Joey? Hey, guys. So I just wanted to talk to you about, um, you know, when you're talking about the sizing and how things vary, I was a uh, fashion designer for 30 years. And so what we did was, I, I designed women's clothing, but it was the same for the men. We would take a size 8 model and use her as a size 6 so that things, it's called vanity sizing, so that people felt better about their clothes, what they could put on. So same thing, like some guys, if you're a large and you put on something that's medium, you feel slimmer, but <laughs> not really. <laughs> I know. I don't feel any that slimmer. Sizing, I can see that. That's Definitely. interesting. I yeah. see basically because we've all gained weight and we're bigger that we're trying to feel better about ourselves. Yeah, I mean, last I year, you don't want to bring your wife home a size 12 if... Uh, if she's like really a size 10, you'd rather bring her home a size 8. I would think not, but I really, my point was more so the fact that all the sizes are different. More Honestly. Because, you know, we're in a day and age now where you do all your ordering, on not all, most of your ordering online. You end up returning half the stuff. I would say that Under Armour for me has stayed true to Pretty consistent? XL for me. Okay. All right? And then, uh, like... Um, I'm trying to think the other one. Uh, Flag and Anthem. Mm-hmm. They Their shirts for me are extra large. Their pullovers for me are double X. Okay. I'm not really sure why. Maybe, or maybe it's the other way around. I think the pullovers are extra large and the shirts are double X. But those are consistent within that category. Within that category and that company, yes. Yeah, I mean, if you can do that, that makes sense. But it's just so inconsistent from company to company. So, All right, quick break. Lepresti's angry. He's going to come tell us why when we come back. As he went to get breakfast, Boomer's waiting to eat, so we'll allow him to do that. Twenty-five after nine. What do you say? It's the Boomer and Geo program on this Wednesday morning. It'll be a nice day out there. Enjoy yourself as we are taking it to ten o'clock. Tiki and Tierney on the radio side. Hopefully, Geo will be back tomorrow. We'll see how he is feeling as he had it coming up. Well, then yesterday, as you know, uh, Crystal Presti just did a nice deed with Anthony Gallo, uh, deciding not to come in and working from his home office. 
Uh, you went and made the breakfast run for Yeah, you guys Eddie sent me on a Bloomer. wild goose chase. Why, Why is that? Goose chase? It's right down the street. Okay, so I checked with both of you. I have not run this uh, breakfast order for you. Gallo did. And I said to Jerry, oh, is this the... The place next to Westville across the street. Oh, that's yeah, where yeah, I, yeah. Hold on, in fairness, that's where I told him to go yesterday. And he never this said anything. This was yesterday? This was yesterday. Okay. And he, so, he said, where do I go? Hudson Food Court has been here since we moved here. In fact, there's a big sign that says open. So yes. when we first moved here, Eric Spitz and Mark Chernoff referred to it as open. Nobody knew the name of the place. Okay. Right? So it's been here. Many of us have used it. So, okay, easy enough. I went down there. It's a deli. It's a more Okay, I ordered the bacon, egg, and cheese for Eddie. No problem. So they start making it. And I said, also... Uh, Take some of the oatmeal. Do I order that here? And they looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> and they were like, uh, we don't sell oatmeal here. Hmm. I'm like, oh. I said, the guys came yesterday, the special order with the blueberries. And the, they like, no idea. And okay. the guy was like, the guy behind the counter goes, well, because I can make it for you. We don't sell. I'll make it for you <laughs> if you wait a few minutes. And I said, okay. So now it's processing. I'm thinking something's off here. So I text Gallo. And I'm like, where did you get this oatmeal from? And he goes, oh, the deli. It's new. Down the street. And so I called him, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, there's down a place, Charlton. Yeah, brand there's a new, brand down new the street one. here where they're doing all the construction. Oh, really? So I waited, got Eddie's bacon, egg, and cheese, which I'm sure is not going to taste like the one yesterday because it's from a different place. So I'm like, okay. Tastes the same, right? Bacon, egg, exactly the same. All yeah. right, fair enough. Good. So I go down the street, this brand new place, which I've never even seen. It's only been here apparently less than a month. Yes. Brand new, shiny place is packed. Basically, every construction guy that's working around here Smart. is in there trying Smart. to get breakfast. They're buying bacon, egg, and cheeses in bulk. Five and, five and six at a time. I walk in there. Big Zoo's uh, down there. Billy Jackalone's down. So that's the hot place. Everyone is there. the hot place. So they there's a line. Everyone, you know, all these bacon, egg, and cheeses. Finally, after everyone's done, one guy's giving the guy the business behind the counter. Construction guy, I, you know, I can't even get a smoothie here anymore. You got to hire more people. It's too. He's yelling at him. You need more staff. Yeah, good. So I had to get on the, that line then to get your oatmeal. And of course, I'm looking at the clock. I'm thinking I've got an update to prepare. I got to get back. I will say this: I was just telling Jerry, I said, this is the best oatmeal I've ever are, had. Are they steel cut oats? Uh, I don't know. It uh, is. The, it is literally the best oatmeal I've ever had. Aren't you? Imagine if I told the guy at the first place, like, oh yeah, I'll wait for you to make the oatmeal. <laughs> and I come to you and like, what is what this? The this is <laughs> Instant oatmeal. <laughs> With dried blueberries. Once I mentioned the blueberries, he goes, he goes, uh, he goes. You could go over to the fruit bar and bring me the blueberries, and I'll put it in the oatmeal. And I said, this, this can't be right. Something's off here. Right. Oh, sorry uh, about that, Chris. No, and, okay. uh, I appreciate. But did you get yourself something? Yeah, I got a little something. All right, good. Okay, good. It's all good. There you go. Brought to you a change. Away we go. Yeah. I did. I put a little money in the tip jar for the guys at the new place. Nothing significant. Uh, but, well, you know, whatever. You know, it's fine. A couple bucks. Yeah. Oh, you know. Okay. Where we go. Good. Thank you. You're welcome. You an update? Yes. <laughs> Brought to you by Super... Yeah, done with you. Move on. Brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Also brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your you phone. You tip when you go to Jersey Mike's? Jersey Mike's. I haven't been to Jersey Mike's in a while. Because I find all it these depends. places now... They have the, the jars out. Yeah. No. A lot oh. of them are contactless, you know, with no cash. Oh, yeah. And now all these screens come up. Zero percent, five percent. I'm like, I gotta yeah. tip you for this now. Yeah, we. I think I. We t- talked about this not that long ago. If you're like picking up takeout, yeah, they want to tip. tip or not, you know. And some I people feel very no strongly that yes. No, and I think one don't. of the reasons why they're taking the tip jars down is because the lunatics out there ripping off the tip jars. That's nice. <laughs> That's why. Here's another tip from Al Dukes. There you go. <laughs> Oh, that's it. Okay. That's it. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, <laughs> that's Al. the tip. Nothing. Just <laughs> <laughs> sorry. All right, some leftovers. A little from Giancarlo Stanton here. Uh, about time that uh, he and the Yankees find a way to get themselves a ring. You put personal mindset, personal goals to it. So of course, that that's what I came here for, and that's what uh, I'm here to achieve every year. And now, while you I might tell you, I've come to the conclusion, Carlo. Oh, God. <laughs> Nine o'clock. This is me personally, not you. You checked I'm out. I'm so done with the sound that <laughs> yeah. we've played for three hours. Well, then I haven't. This is nothing. No, 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 no. repeats here. Again, right. you got to play it, and I will continue to play it. Gotta but it's like, something. I come in here at night, they're like, we're still doing this? Like, and that's his, by the way, Boomer, that's his full-time job. Yes. I just point that out. But like, I totally understand, like, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this was said at 1 o'clock yesterday, but good. Keep but that's why Jerry's an entrepreneur, and that's why he's the voice of Rutgers basketball. Yeah, he's got a lot of irons. He's got other things going on to to keep him focused. Yeah. Corn I do stay leagues. focused. Yes. That, too. You're singles busy man. tonight, as a matter of fact. Yes. Busy man. Yep. A lot going on. You're going, you're going to singles night? Where are you going? It's an it's individual league. Individual singles night? You're not night? meeting women or other men. It's oh. you're playing by yourself against another Okay. Another guy. I this your idea? Is this your I partner's went, idea? Uh, oh, both of ours. I went 0 and 2. I'm actually in it's this. The problem league. with singles, just so you know, you don't make as much money. If I you do doubles, you make twice as much money. That's not true. Okay, well, that's that's why we got to talk. We got to get rid of that partner of yours. <laughs> no, we're not <laughs> I mean, getting rid of this. We're not getting rid of this. We're not making enough money. For one night, we're doing fine. Mm, you don't want to be good. doing fine. You want to be doing great. You want to be kicking some ass. Okay. It's never good enough, Terry. Always got to take no, it. You want to expand. Yeah. Add pickleball. I don't want to add pickleball. Huge. Yeah, I don't. I know it's huge. It's huge right now, but you know when it's not? When the weather turns, because no one's going to pay to play. They're going to play outside. Well, you, you have an outside area, too. Oh, yeah, I'll just build a tennis court. <laughs> I want sure. the Reco Sports conglomerate oh to start expanding. Conglomerate. Nice. In the back. He's, He's the not problem. holding me. He's yes, helping yes. me. Stop it. So Stop it. Stop it. Back. I don't know that you get people to pay to come to the outdoor pickleball court because you you're got not. them in these, it's especially free. in these senior yeah, communities the in New Jersey. When you're coming there, you're coming there for competition. You're coming there to win something. Okay. So That's why you want tournament. to be part of Reco Sports. Mm -hmm. Yes, but once again, outside, spring, summer, and fall, <laughs> RecoSports.com. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Join in. Pickleball outside is free. No and, one's and if you sign up online, we're going to charge you an extra 7.5%. <laughs> <laughs> Just because, you know, work, it, it conveniences us for you to get charged it, more money. It is a lot of work. I, I, it is a lot of, the one night a week, now one and a half, adding the Wednesday. So your partner's not doing enough. He's he not doing enough off plenty. your plate. Does he have another job? Of course he does. What does he do? He's in construction. Matter of fact, he was, he's one of these guys that used to build stuff, fields. Yeah. The turf. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's so, down there ordering all the bacon cheeses, egg, bacon, egg, and cheeses about 15 okay. minutes ago. Big construction guy. So, go ahead. I'll tell you what. Help that, me. That place is doing well down there. Well, that's Why don't you open that's, one of those? This damn Disney building is oh going up. It's taking like five years to build. Yeah. Just, by the way, has anybody noticed <laughs> Spike's window, his view? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's changed a bit. When Mark had that office, he had a beautiful view of the river. Mm -hmm. You'd see the boats going by. Yeah. Spike comes in, and it's like this brick wall <laughs> was put right in front of it. It's pretty funny, actually. Uh, all right. Who cares about Stan? Let's move on. How about uh, our buddy Mike McDaniel? So they introduce uh, Vic Fangio. Mike McDaniel. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, the, it's long. He just rambles, so you can kill yeah. it at any point. No, let it go. But this guy, so everyone talks about, oh, his energy, his personality, all that. So they introduced Fangio as defensive coordinator yesterday, and it's McDaniel kind of just, you know, talking about his excitement. We bring him in, and I'm just, again, this is an NFL. This guy stands in front of yes, a room. in, in front, front of, of men. Leads, yeah, here we go. When given the opportunity, I was very excited about the opportunity. I was really pumped that he, he joined in the, in the vision. 
uh, couldn't be any happier really for the organization and really a, a, a guy that takes uh, professional football serious but also the the obligation to continue to evolve what is he and get better and you don't um, have a sustaining uh, <laughs> career um, for you know, longer than I've been alive, really. Um, <laughs> I feel like he's just saying words he's into just a microphone. Talking. He's and just on talking. that note, now I need boomers. Now, hold on. on. Now, you've done shows. Uh, now, yeah, I heard yeah, you do yeah. a show this week. Yeah. And I listened the whole way in. Uh huh. And it was pretty obvious and evident to me that there was not one phone call Correct. on the line. From 3 to 4 a.m., there was <laughs> yes. nothing. Because and then at 4 o'clock, the, the switch flips and, it, and the full lines. Because I would say at about 3.32, I realized, my God, he's drowning right correct. now. And there's no lifeline. That's correct. You, you, sounded, start, you sounded like Mike McDaniel. No, but you do start talking in circles yeah. and repeating yourself because oh, yeah. there's you have to. no one right. there. You get Fliegelman involved. You get Marco Bloody involved. You got to do what you got to do, man. You got to fight through it. I'll tell you what it did allow me to do. Give some expanded thoughts on the Rangers, which you know, nice. I get a I like chance that. to do. Maybe that's why you know? nobody was calling. Yeah, it might be. No, that's not why. I told you I'd do a, a Ranger podcast with you. I listened. Oh, I a new podcast. All brought to you by that. Reco Sports. Dot <laughs> <laughs> com. Uh, I should be so uh, lucky. Right. <laughs> Alright, so we got McDaniel rambling on. Now Fangio comes up, and here's what I want to know. So they say, oh, hey, why Miami? Why the Dolphins? And it's like 20 seconds. I want you to tell me, when these guys give these answers, how much of it is just BS to say something, okay. or does he really believe this? The Dolphins um, have a good thing going here. I uh, like the uh, Mike and his staff that he already has in place here. I think there's good components to the coaching staff led by Mike that made it intriguing to join that. Uh, I think there's a good nucleus of players here. And the uh, lore of South Florida. Yeah, there you I go. think that's there the, the end. Is and the, the paycheck. And the, yes, because yeah. he was talking in circles there for South a little bit. South Florida and the paycheck. Right. The truth oh, came out God. there at the end. Yeah. He's going to be hanging out of Prime One Ten, baby. <laughs> <laughs> is that where you? We had dinner, and you were was, uh, on prime, the other side of the window with us. Prime Italian, right? Prime One Ten, I believe. Right. I guess, that was there. the meatball place, Al. Does that sound right? Where yes. we were sitting outside, and he was inside with his Maryland people. Yes. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Night. I remember yeah. Al sitting in a little chair, and I looked out. And I looked down at him. And say, yeah, I'll let you doing? Know. <laughs> Did you pat him on the head? What was funny, oh. Chris, is he rarely looked at us. He Homer? had his, yes. You big timed him is what you did. No, I did not big time. Yeah. Oh, you did. Maryland Mafia, <laughs> the whole thing. Yes, but uh, my back was to you guys. You yes. guys were sitting outside. I, I, you know, I didn't know you were going there that night. Well, I think once Craig found out you were going, we had to go. Yeah, but that's the point. Like he he's the one that created the problem. I do think that was probably part of the story. They right. still ignored us. I I'm sitting with the people, <laughs> like ten people at a table. I know. We're all having a conversation. You guys are outside of the window behind me. I know, clear Wait, window. Want me to make faces? <laughs> <laughs> now that would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> Van Pelt was at that, right? Yes, he was. Yeah, I remember. Yep. Here's a quick one from Greg Norman on the People I Mostly Admire podcast. Whatever. I guess that's <laughs> oh, Jesus. Did Al, did Al know anything about that one or not? No. No, okay. The People I Mostly Admire. I think it's, it's written people and then people I and then in parentheses mostly and then close parentheses admire podcast. So okay. this is clever. I don't know much about it. All I know is he was on. The little clip was in the system talking about 
the fallout, of course, from getting sure. involved with Liv and sort of becoming the enemy of this whole thing. Some of my dear friends don't even speak to me because of this. That's their choice. If you don't want to talk to me again, happy days. Happy days. <laughs> happy days. <laughs> <Get lost. laughs> That's it. Guess I did what? see the Guess British opening and let them put play. $200 million in the bank. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I think all the majors, let's be honest, maybe save the PGA Championship. Well, PGA oh, no. Championship, no, but yeah. I would think The no. other three, yes. probably. I know the Masters is. Have you seen any of that documentary yet, the eight-parter? I started to watch a little bit of that yesterday. So. I'm through, I think, six of them. I, yeah, like, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. It's Perfect. tremendous. golf, yeah. It you know, really wait, wait until the Ryder Cup comes here mm. to Beth Page. Yes. That is going to be 2024 next yeah. year? Yeah, and, and don't be surprised if Tiger isn't the captain. Makes sense. You can see that. That is going to be about as rowdy as it's going to get. Or is it 2025? Because this year, we just had what? President? It's a Ryder Cup year now, right? Because remember, it got changed. Just Google it. it. Changed Everything changed because of COVID, yeah. I think, I want to say the Ryder Cups are the odd years. I just Google it. Interesting know, question for you. It's just something to think about. I'm sure you'll say no, but I'm going to ask anyway. 2025. Yeah, I think it was four initially, and then it got bumped. Right, so COVID. 2025, yeah. and don't be surprised if Tiger's yeah. team captain. You'll be in your it. new contract then, so that's good. <laughs> I think tremendous. that, uh, I think, um, that was, I think Mickelson was going to be the captain, but no, yeah. longer. no longer. No longer. A lot has been made about, hey, Tiger said no to live. They were offering him $700 million, and he right. said no. He wanted a billion. Let me... So I was going to ask you two things. Do you think he would have gone for, because I saw that too, for that additional money, one. Two, do you think he said no? Because as we saw this weekend, he can't play. Is it? So there's a lot of people like, hey, Tiger said, you know, Phil said yes, but Tiger said no. Good but, for Tiger. And also, so remember that the PGA Tour has figured out mathematically how to put, pay Tiger even if he doesn't play. Yeah, with the new program. With the program, with, yeah. the, with the engagement right. and the he social media. He wins without playing. The, right, yeah. he wins without right. playing easily. And, you know, he'll get these bonuses at the end of the year. Plus, he is the largest single creditor to the PGA Tour to the tune of $1.2 billion. What does that mean? That means that, uh, you know, he's won 82 tournaments on the PGA Tour. There is a mechanism in mathematics that pays him his, uh, you know, his um, retirement. And in retirement, they own like a billion, too. <laughs> oh, jeez. So there's, and, you know, that's why, you know, if you want me to come to live, uh, guess what? You're going to give me a billion so it's that's my point. It's not like he was like, I can't do this. It and was by the more way, of his finances. Right, and, but by the way, although, check this out. If, if I were Tiger at, his, at this point, much like Phil Mickelson is at his point, why wouldn't I take that money at my age and the likelihood of me not winning? Agreed. I mean, Mickelson winning the PGA a couple of years ago was crazy. That's not happening again. Especially if, he, if they could still play in the majors. For you sure. Know? The only other thing that I would argue about is that most of these players are saying that they went to live tour because they're going to get paid more and they're going to pay get and, and play, play less. less. Right, yeah. And this way they can spend more time with their families. Yeah. I do that, think that's, that's what they're all saying. I will tell you though, watching this documentary, I yeah. do think there is some truth to the whole family aspect. 12, 12 weekends as opposed to some of these guys are grinding yeah. 30 weekends a year. And are, um, who was it? Was it Kepka? I yeah, forget Bruce who Kepka, it was. Who's actually was talking was, about how he's never home. Yeah, but I, well, he was talking about how he was never home prior to live. And right. now, and now he's lost his game and he's lost his confidence. Well, he lost his game prior to going to live. Right. And I also think that there's a, I wouldn't be, be surprised if there's a little buyer's remorse there 
on uh, Kepka's side. There might be. I'm sure there for a, a couple there, of them. There might be a few yeah. of them that do have that, but in, at the end of the day, I do think, and take all the other stuff and put it to the side for a minute, I do think the 12 events for the calendar year is a big deal for a lot of them. I do. I would also say that watching both the Waste Management Open and the Genesis Open this past mm-hmm. two weeks, and if I was a player, and I, I wish I could have played in both of those. Yeah. And because I decided to go to live, I'm not playing in either one of those. And all of these tournaments, by the way, a lot of these tournaments have been elevated. Yeah, the the purses, there's X amount million. of them now that are... Because live challenged a little bit, yeah, and so the, the PGA players have benefited. But then yeah. you run into situations like this week, where at the Honda, which is Honda, which is a legitimate mm-hmm. Florida swing tournament. There's almost nobody in it, because these guys have to pick a spot, because they had... Um, they had the farmers insurance. They had waste management. And now they have Arnold Palmer coming up to get the players championship. So I think they wanna... Arnold Palmer is elevated. Right? Yes, yeah, so that's, that's what I mean. Elevated. You have so you have two elevated tournaments back to back. So it's not a great like field. This, yeah, you have a lesser field. But you know, is... live one after Jack Nicklaus. They went after Tiger. Yep. You know, Phil Mickelson thought he was going to get all these guys to rally around him and to follow him. And then all of a sudden, there was this political split within will, the locker room and within the players. I will tell you, though, uh, and this is not I, this is not a pro-live comment at all, but looking this morning. So we were talking yesterday about the personalities are lacking on the PGA Tour once you get beyond Rory. Uh, honestly, I think. Uh, well, I mean, Justin I Thomas is good. Along. Scotty Scheffler is yeah. good. I think the guys Scheffler's like Scheffler is good. He doesn't have a ton of. Will Zalatoris and guys do they like make that. You turn, do you, or, let me ask you. When Tiger Woods is playing on nobody's Sunday in contention. Nobody. Nobody's That's separate. not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is when Tiger Woods is in contention, you turn the TV on. When Phil Mickelson's in contention, people turn the TV on. There are personalities that draw you to want to watch it. That was also a Established over Scotty time, Schiffler, though. as much as and I, and, boring. Yes, <laughs> fine. Even watching this documentary, I am not putting it on to watch Scotty Scheffler. I'm not. Well, Jordan Spieth has fallen Spieth. off. I like Spieth. You know, Rom. Yeah, Rom. Max still- Homa is an up and comer who's got right. some personality. I love G- Jerry. Have you seen any of on CBS on Saturdays where they have the guys that are on the one guy on the course? Talk to the broadcasters as he plays the hole. Have you seen any of that? I it have is not. Awesome. Maura Coward just it did awesome. it this past week. It's I have not. I do like him. Yeah. did it two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is, it's one of the best <clears throat> things that CBS has come up with. And, and I was telling the guys at the AFC Championship game, because they did this at uh, Pebble Beach, that you know the way that they shot Pebble Beach with all of the different drone shots and all the different... Uh, you know, high high shots and the way that they were doing the interviews and stuff like that on the course, I thought it was just, it was like one of the best golf tournaments that I'd seen. And now they're doing it more regularly. Yeah. And just quickly, just because I just want to finish the, the thought. And whether you like it or not, that's your choice. I don't care if you do it one way or another. You talk about personalities. This is, and I hate the, I think the four, it's stupid what they're doing with Live Golf, but whatever. They've got Mickelson, they've got Kevin Na, they've got Bubba Watson, they got Louis Ustazen, they've got Cameron Smith, just they put this out there yesterday, and some of them might be older, but they're still recognizable in personalities. You got Sergio Garcia, you got DeChambeau, you got Paul Dustin Casey, Johnson. Dustin, I'm getting there, Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed, you got Ian Poulter, Lee Westwood, Brooks Kepka. Say what you want about it. If you like golf, you might put it on. Yeah, I'm, not, right. I'm, 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 I'm not putting not. it on. And the reason and I'm not putting choice, it on is because that's great. It's, uh, it's not because it's funded by the Saudi government or any of that stuff. It's because of the way they do it. It's, the it's format's like a, weird. It's like a glorified member guest. Everybody I, is, I you said know, I, don't, I don't care for the format. I think the format's ridiculous. I agree with you. But name value, they have it. Either of you guys done the Travelers in Connecticut? Yes. Yeah, for of course, sure. yes. Because they always have a great field. Now yeah. that's an elevated event. So yes, that should be a wonderful field done this summer. I yeah. saw it with Scheffler, Scheffler I think, committed committed yesterday, committed. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Which so is have, good for them. They yeah. have good names again. All right. Let's do Moment of the Day. It's brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it.
So earlier, talking to Eddie and his drops after he pulled something really obscure from Alan Jerry and played it earlier. I don't remember what it was, but it reminded me to bring this up. You gave him a new one. Although Zoot does try. You could try, but... What did I give him? I gave him a new one? the War of Show, yeah. When? Yesterday. Why? Oh, that's great. I hope he clipped it. Right, yes. That one. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, I love you. That wasn't it. Was that it? Oh, that was it. Oh. <laughs> that was it, all right. My bad. Right, yes. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's part one. The topic you guys were on was COVID booster shots and also colonoscopies, including a specific kind of colonoscopy, which Al uh, outlined for us. Virtual colonoscopy is they don't put a, a really long pole up there. <laughs> it's just like a small thing that shoots air in there, and then they take an image of it. But right, it's, still, yes. it's still the same prep. <laughs> so the prep work is still the same and very important to do. Uh, the poop in a box boomer really should be for somebody who is not at high risk. Right. Because if you're at high risk, unfortunately, I'm in the high risk area, so I can't poop in a box much as I want to. Because <laughs> I really won't tell them anything. I've got my poop in a box. We're a bunch of disturbed individuals. He's so proud of himself in there, too. Yep. He was ready to take the mic and break uh, down all of that for oh, us. Oh, I know he was. I know. <laughs> Chris, great job. Maybe we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see. On a Wednesday, the fan and CBS Sports Network, as I sit in for Geo. Hopefully, he will be back tomorrow. A couple of calls to wrap things up. Justin in New Jersey. Good morning, sir. How are you? Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, Justin. What's happening? So, I wanted to say, when I heard that Mike McDaniel uh, interview, I was wondering, does him and uh, Kamala Harris have the same uh, public speaking coach? Because they both just come out with like a giant word salad, and it seems like neither of them have any idea what they're going to say. Well, one giggles and the other doesn't, so that's <laughs> probably the difference. I honestly, I don't know that I've actually heard her recently, so I, I don't know the answer well, to that. If you pay attention to it, you understand exactly what he's talking about. That's right. Boomer doesn't like Democrats. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I have no idea. Duck and Woodside, what's up, Duck? Duck, uh, yeah, Jerry, you were talking about Tiger Woods not joining live because he can't play anymore. Ian Poulter can't play. He took his money. No, 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 Duck. There's two different things. It is. Ian Poulter can play physically. He's just not that good. Tiger can really not, like, physically play, as he told you, more than four or five times in a calendar year now. Listen to me. If Phil... If they Phil had his hand out, if they offered him another $100 million, he would have taken something else out. Phil can't golf anymore. He's he just, just won the PGA Championship two years, two you years knucklehead. Ago. What are you talking about? And what, has, and what has he done since then? You uh, just said he can't golf anymore. He won a PGA Championship 18 months ago. You want to kill it, kill it. I'm not going to argue with you. That's fine. You want to tell me the golfers that are playing aren't at the top of their and the peak of their career. You're not wrong. Personality-wise, they've got more of it. Well, there's no question that it, it, it definitely has impacted the PGA Tour. In a good way for those players. Well, for the players who stayed, yes, for sure. Yes. Um, and, you know, we'll see these players from the Live Tour in most of the majors. Uh, we'll see them, pretty much all of them, uh, that are eligible to play in the Masters will play in the Masters. And what will be interesting is to see whether or not they're 
you know, put in the same groups, which I'm sure that some of them are going to have to be. I would think so, yeah. And you might have some awkward groups. There's no question about it. I mean, there were a lot of things were said uh, amongst the PGA pros. Remember, I forget who it was. Patrick One came Reed, out and said they flat out lied to my face that said uh, he wasn't going to go, wasn't thinking about going, and then he went. I don't know if that was Justin Thomas and Brooks. Well, there, there, I there, who it yeah, was. Right. there was also some lawsuits going on and everything else. And, sure. You know, I, I don't know. I just, you, if you're a live golfer, it's almost like you want to have your cake and you want to be able to eat it as well. And in some cases, they are. In some cases, they are. Well, I, right I, or would, wrong. I would think for most of the live golfers, the fact that they can play in the majors is really what matters most to them. Yes. I mean, I'm Do- sure that there are players that you know would have loved to have played in the Genesis or the Waste Management Open or the Honda Classic or you know Arnold Palmer or playing in Jack Nicklaus's Memorial Tournament. Any, I'm sure they would all love to be able to play in that, but I don't necessarily know, how, you know, why they should be able to. They've already accepted the money to to, to live. Yeah, no, I don't have a problem with them not being allowed to play in the PGA Tour. The the the, uh, the uh, majors is another thing. The other one, which you pointed out earlier, and you're dead on right, because the episode that I just watched in this documentary was about Ian Poulter, is how much it's going to hurt him not to be in the Ryder Cup. But exactly. it's a decision he decided to make. That's right. That's he the way took it goes. the money, and now you're not going to be able to play in the Ryder Cup. That's make all your best way in it. And he will he will have to do that, and he's going to have to watch from afar. And so I, don't, I don't want to hear any whining about it. I mean, no, I, you would take the money, fine, take the money, but don't whine about it. I, and I don't know that you will. I mean, if they want to say, I wish I could play, that's not whining. That's that's a want and a wish. But I, I don't think you're going to have too many complaints because they took the paycheck. They took the payday. They know what they signed up for. And that's Live. True. Live, damn it. <laughs> Yes. And that's kind of where they're at. So it, I'm very excited to see. I told you I'm through six episodes. I got two more. The live thing is really starting to come into focus now. The They had the uh, the press conferences that were really awkward in a couple of different. And you're going to see the tension. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to these last two episodes. I don't know exactly what's in them. But my guess is they've got to be strongly focused on the battle that's gone on uh, between Liv and the PGA Tour uh, and where they were at this point you last know, year. I want to see where Liv is five years from now. That's what I want to see. I want to see well, if they continue to, you know, they, there's so much money now basically in these oil producing na- uh, nations because of what's going on in Ukraine. Uh, and they're making money hand over fist and they have to spend it and they have to put it into things that are going going to either keep their money there or make you money and right now they're not making any money and to answer your question yesterday about the deal with cw because i went and looked that up they're not it's not a time buy it's a profit share that, pro- they're, well, that they're splitting so no but they, they were profit share i get it but they it's, went not, to, it's not your traditional it's not cbs writing a check to the pga not Tour. even close to that's that. right but it's also not like they wanted to be on fs1 fs1 according to the story would only put them on if they bought the time. CW decided to do a revenue share. Live. So it's Live, somewhere in between, it. but it's not nearly what you're talking about.